My name is Emily, and you are listening to the Fill Your Cup podcast. This is a space that allows you to press pause on the hustle of life and relax into conversations that will awaken, inspire, and empower your mind, body, and soul. From health, wellness, self-mastery, ancient wisdoms, and all things in between, tune in each week for your dose of all the good vibes. So are you ready? Sit back, relax, and let's fill your cup. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Before we dive all the way in, I wanted to extend you a little special offer for all my loyal listeners here on Fill Your Cup. My signature eight-week group program, Align Your Energy, is starting. We're starting round two on August 3rd, Saturday, August 3rd. So doors are open. Grab your spot. If you are in a space where you are holding on to anything physically, mentally, emotionally, if you are feeling those imbalances in your mind, your body, your soul, maybe you have, you know, mental fogginess, you're unmotivated, you're holding on to a little extra physical weight. Shit, I was holding on to 50 pounds at the starting of my journey. Uh, Maybe you're confused about what to eat. You don't necessarily know what's good for you, what's not good for you, maybe you have no idea how to get yourself out of just this stuck, low place and you feel like you're spinning your wheels, you're stressed, anxious, burnt out, girlfriend, this is for you. In eight weeks, I take you through pretty much what I learned this past year to heal myself, to literally heal myself, mind, body, and soul. physically dropping 50 pounds mentally from a space coming from just really foggy again every morning and just so unmotivated, so low energy to a space of waking up super excited about life and about what I'm doing. I'm very clear on my path. I'm connected to my heart, my intuition. Um, It's complete 360. Emotionally, I was holding on to things. I had no idea how to express myself about a year ago. Now I know exactly what I need to do to express myself, to feel good if something bad happens, to get right back into that place. So basically, I give you everything that I learned over the past year, year and a half now. Um, and in eight weeks, you we first start um, by learning about your mental, physical, emotional imbalances. From there, we can really ground in and become really aware on what it is um, your energy flow is and what we need to release, what you need to release so that you can become clear and more aligned within your own specific energy, your own specific flow. I teach you what nutrition you need, the lifestyle tips, lifestyle tricks. Um, We'll go into hormone cycles, how we can align with the seasons, how... Um, We're just affected by literally everything. Everything is energy. And I teach you how to align your energy back to your specific flow so that you feel good. You feel great. You are thriving. You are living in your bliss body, girlfriend. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, we start August 3rd. I would absolutely love to have you in there. And if you mention, um, slide into my DMs over on Instagram, shoot me an email wherever you can get a hold of me. Um, but if you mention you heard this on the podcast, I will, extend a special offer for you. So 
make sure you hit me up. We start August 3rd. You need this if you are feeling stuck any type of way, mentally, physically, emotionally. I know how that feels and I do not want anyone to ever have to feel that way, to ever have to feel stuck and like they have to just stay stuck in the same shit day in and day out. That's not why we were sent here. We were sent here to love, to live, to thrive and just to embody that bliss. So if this sounds like you, your soul is like, um, hell yes, just shoot me a message. Let's start up a conversation and yeah, enjoy today's episode, guys. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fill Your Cup podcast this morning. I am so excited to have a guest on the show. I have Ashley here. She is a beautiful soul, awakening other beautiful souls on this planet. You guys, this conversation might get a little into the woo for you, but you know that's what I am all about. So, um, I can't even explain all of Ashley's magic. I'm just going to give it right on over to her. But before we do get started, I just want everyone to come into this conversation with an open heart and open mind because we are about to jam out on all of the good things. So here's Ashley. Hello, everyone. It's good to be here with you and all of my magic. Wow. (laughs) Yes, girl, you are magic. (laughs) I don't even know if I can tell everyone about all that. <laughs> it'll just have to, it'll have to roll out as we chat. Um, yeah, so my background is working with, um, or working within the field of health and fitness and wellness. And I have, through my own experiences, through seeing experiences with clients, um, and also working in clinical settings, uh, have really seen that we're missing the mark when it comes <laughs> to how we're treating ourselves, treating our bodies, not women in particular, but just society. Mm. Um, and so we're needing to really catch up to that. And my passion has always been in behavior change, like the really rooted piece of transformation. Um, the prevention aspect versus when you're sick, the what to do after you're sick. And, you know, I've really shifted into helping women find their feminine flow because we have long been stuck in the masculine doing and it is killing us. Mm. <laughs> it's, not, it's burning us out, all the things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Because that is all what I'm about. Um, I want to kind of explain to you guys, um, feminine and masculine, or actually, I don't want to explain it. Can you explain it to us, Ashley? Because yeah, don't let me explain it. When I was, um, because again, this can like kind of sound, and I want to already, like I hate when I say this because it's not woo, it's not spiritual, it's like a no, thing in our energy. society, right? It's energy. We're, we're energetic beings. Right. We have an energetic body. We don't just have our physical body. So when we utilize them both, <laughs> mm. it is a lot easier to do and be in this physical world. Um, I think the thing that would help a little bit, because it, it 
it connects to what we were talking about before we hopped on here and connects us a little bit. And I think um, it would just be helpful. It's just popping into my mind. So you were sharing with me how we met and how that, how my story or what I was doing connected to you. Mm. So we share, share about you being an athlete and the go, go, go. Yeah. So, um, geez. So when I found Ashley, I was, um, just coming, I mean, kind of out of this journey of being burnt the F out. I had realized it was like three years, um, that I'd been home from college and I'd played softball for my entire life. So like when I came home, um, I was trying to work out and do all of the things and just stay in that go, go, go mentality. And since I didn't have like practice, it would be now me going to like 10 different jobs or like five different jobs throughout the day. And so it was like just a constant go, go, go. And so I don't know, a couple, like a year in, one of my ribs slipped out of place because I was like working my body so hard and, um, which is a Vata imbalance guys. Now I know total Vata imbalance. (laughs) Um, but one of my ribs slipped out of place. And then from there I went to physical therapy, I rehabbed it. Um, and then I was like, yeah, good to go. Everything set back into place. Yeah. Nothing was good to go. I totally didn't listen to my body. A rib out of place led to a herniated disc in my neck and, from there, it was just like, that was the physical slips, but then the mental, the emotional, it just got heavier and heavier and heavier. And it was, again, because I was stuck in that go, 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 grind, 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 do, 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 get to the next thing, not taking a breath in between anything, not listening to my body, my Mm -hmm. mind, or my freaking soul through any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought, thought that was such a good example to kind of explain Mm. the masculine feminine. So you just really touched on when we're in the masculine. So we need both Mm. to be clear about that. We need both. We need both in union with each other. We need both in union from an empowered place. Um, So when we're in that do and hustle, which we're going to have to get in at points in our life, there are seasons for that. That's why I love the whole inner athlete. Mm. Um, Cause life is, life is athletic. Life is, <laughs> as everyone knows, there's seasons, there's ebbs and flows, ups and downs, however you want to view it. And if we're not, you know, there's, we have to be physically prepared for it. We have to be emotionally prepared for it mentally. And we have to make sure like the unique thing that we all carry. And I like to call this your competitive advantage is, and it's your, your feminine Mm. um, for women is your, your feminine essence. The thing that makes you, you, the thing that makes you tick. And I feel like we are just coming into a place as women, and this is kind of taking a a turn here, that we're stepping more and more into our power Mm. than ever before on this planet. And it is fucking scary. Like, I'm getting chills just... I know, I'm crying. (laughs) Yeah, it is fucking scary. 
And it's like, there's part of us, it's like the collective piece of feeling like we, people are going to judge us. It's we're we're going to be cast out of society. Like there's just so much that's sitting there from past history that women have gone through that is in our, we're carrying that, which is just completely insane to think, but I feel it in my body. And I'm sure you do too, that it's scary and it's something we have to do. So it is like, blowing up our lives all over the place (laughs) like the things that we don't feel comfortable doing we're like being forced to do Mm, oh my god yes yeah yeah okay yeah you guys the entire time that Ashley was talking I mean my body was lighting up with chills I literally started to cry and if you're experiencing the same thing and this is like goes for when anyone's talking to you like really channeling and giving you information you need to know. It's like, if you're feeling that reaction in your body, it's because on a soul fucking level, like in yourselves, like you know that that is the truth and you know. And so Ash, when you, I'm calling you Ash now, when you were talking about, (laughs) when you were talking about, um, owning, owning or coming back into that power, into that feminine power, like y'all, that is what it is. And that is what is happening right now. I think I've talked about it in a couple of places, but maybe the first time on the podcast that on a collective, like on an individual level, of course, but on a collective level as well, because I mean, as above, so below, literally the stars, and then everyone's connected. We're all universe. We're all part of one. So um, everyone's experiencing the same thing. So we're going through the shift on our planet, which is literally like shifting from that masculine again that masculine go 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 that patriarchy of like this is what we have to do this is what we have to do and shifting it now where it's like finding balance it's like literally we were talking about this mother earth mother earth shaking i'm in california shaking shit up with earthquakes like literally earth is talking to us and like because we're shifting into this new paradigm where we need both. We need the balance. We can't just ditch the masculine because, or else we'll just be in this feminine, like, la, 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 which is so freaking great. We need that, right? We need that. But it really is like that, um, that union of both. And, um, I knew her name would come up. I don't know if anyone's listened to Caitlin Pasternak, but she is like queen. I feel like all things, um, sacred union. And I know that we share a lot of, um, that's like one big thing between us is like, we really value like what she says and what she's bringing to us. And she told me, um, or she sent me this picture, like literally didn't send, but like (laughs) sent like in, um, through, okay, see, this is going to sound woo-woo, but like through in meditation, but like literally sent me, sent me an infinity symbol. And like, that is like, for me, that is this like connection of this masculine and feminine. It's like, we're like, it's, it has to be that constant flow. And so, um, would, 
would you be able to kind of speak on? So like you guys kind of heard that example of me, like being so caught up in this masculine of like, go, 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 not allowing myself to like take the space. Will you kind of speak on how we can start to tap into that fem- feminine? And like you said, cause it's, it's, it is like freaking scary because we haven't necessarily ever allowed ourselves to like take that step. And, and like you were saying, like, it's ancestral, like my grandma, and it's funny, because it's not funny, she just passed away. But it's, it's like, so divine timing, she passed away this past October. And it was like, from then, it's been this unraveling of like, yo, like, slow down, slow down, slow down. And I literally feel because my grandma was like the biggest, like, we have to go do this. We have to go please these people. We have to go get this done. We have to go, go, go. And like trying to make everyone happy, like bless her freaking heart. But like, uh-huh. hello, burnout as hell. Like we need that balance. Um, so yeah, will you kind of speak on that? Yeah. So a few things, because when you were just saying that, what popped into mind is that our grandparents' generation was a generation of obligation. Mm. I've been told this by a shaman. Mm. I didn't come up with this. Well, that sounded so <laughs> shaman-esque of you. I was like, okay. <laughs> I, am, I am too. I'll no, admit that I am one too, but um, I learned that from somebody else. Um, so that they, they're a generation of obligation. And now we're a generation of we're allowed to make ourselves happy. We're allowed to have all these opportunities that, and since we're speaking to women, women didn't have a lot of those opportunities in the past. Like they did in the sense of they got to start working. Um, So there was, you know, two, the, both family members, husband and wife were in the workplace if they so chose to be. But, um, but it is a different way of living now. So we're, we're guiding our own path based on what we know in the past, but then everything that's coming in now. What I will say about um, kind of the sacred union and the empowered, like I think for a long time, whatever we have going on in the masculine right now, which is why I think it's so triggering within relationship, is that they're carrying a lot of disempowered masculine. We both are. Women Mm. and men are carrying that and they're carrying that in the feminine um, energies. And so as there are those of us who, like me and you and others listening to this podcast, I'm sure, are stepping more into their power, making the shift in their lives, other people are going to be triggered by it. And it's super uncomfortable. So that's another level of what makes it harder. But before, I don't want to go down that path yet, because I do want to mention that, um, like for one of my clients recently, she had this, so when we think of feminine, we think of ease and flow. Mm. And she brought up this really awesome point. And like, we can learn so much from our clients with how they think about things. Like we know it because we've experienced it in some way, but also when we know it, we're so close to it. So it's hard to pick Mm. out all the pieces of it. Mm -hmm. But she said that when she would hear ease and flow, 
she always thought that that was, and she's an athlete, so she's like the goer doer. She's 65 years old. She's fucking amazing. She's oh. competing at um, national and international levels in rowing. So this is a woman who like has a lot of wisdom, has been there, done that. So she has carried with her um, this idea that ease and flow is about not working that hard. Like it meant like, mm. oh, then I'm not working hard. And so that's, that puts us in a very disempowered place of if I'm not working hard, because we know the masculine is like, you need to work hard to get this and that and the other, um, that if we do rely upon that feminine, then we're going to be viewed differently, that we're, we're, we're not worthy, we're not valued because we're not doing something or working as hard. Um, so one of the shifts that really happened for her and it can help the audience is when we, and this is what I see in all women I work with. So we have that, that idea of ease and flow means not working as hard yet we're in a sport that we need to rely on that. So pulling that apart is kind of hard. But what I see women doing is that they're working from their head up. Mm. Like they're all in their mind. They're disconnected from heart space. Mm. They're disconnected from womb space, which is our space of creation, which is space of also feminine. Mm. Um, and I, I'm I getting the chills again. <laughs> all these chills. I'm like ready to cry again, Ashley. <laughs> oh, this is powerful, y'all. We are in the vortex right now. <laughs> and so when we're not connected <sighs> through the mind, the heart, and the feminine, like the space of creation, our womb, whatever you want to say, call it core. Um, for those who like to work out, right? <laughs> it's, it gets really hard to do life all the time that way. And there really needs to be this connection between mind and heart, a coherence. Dr. Joe Dispenza calls it that. Um, I keep getting chills and I'm sitting in a robe. <laughs> yeah, you guys, I'm telling you like this, when you feel these, like anytime, it's, anytime you're in a conversation and these, like, I'm getting straight up like chills and it's making me cry. Like it's the energy and it's all energy. Like you were saying, like, it's not just like a masculine's a man, feminine's a woman. Like it is all about energy. So like, and it's beautiful. Get out of your head because your head is like, yo, I'm cold. I have the chills. Like, no, in your heart space, in my heart space, in Ashley's heart space right now, we're like, yo, this is like a big connection going on. Like we know. And so, woo, yes. The, the thing I wanted to say about the heart connection and what started to help her shift was to do a head heart body check-in, especially before, um, and there was, there's so much backstory to this, but before doing her workouts, after doing her workouts or when she's feeling, cause a lot of times too, when we're living from the headspace, there's like a lot of anxiety that goes mm. on. 
And that's the thing you feel in the body. So then you want to go do something to dump it and exercise for the person that's athletic is the thing to do to go dump it. But then if that's your only outlet, it's gonna, you're going to end up exhausted. So actually taking like part of building that communication, as you were saying, like, listen to the body and really understand that ease and flow. It only takes a moment and sometimes more than a moment to do a check-in, to do a scan of the body, to see where you are. Like, is my head like running the whole show here and I'm completely disconnected from my body. Where's my heart? Is it open or closed? So then you, since we were talking about kind of how we be in the world, then you know how, how you're the consciousness or energy behind what it is you're doing. Because if you're constantly doing from pleasing and lack and scarcity, then you're going to feel like shit. And you're going to wonder why. Why is my life so hard? Why am I struggling so hard? Why, why was I able to perform at this particular level and now I can't? I'm just tired all the time. And it's because of the consciousness and the energy behind. You're carrying a lot in your physical body versus also utilizing your energetic bodies to help support you. Mm, so beautiful. That's exactly it. And it goes hand in hand because I know a lot of my listeners are about Ayurveda and it goes hand in hand with like energetic bodies are literally Ayurveda teaches. They're the koshas. So we have our physical body, but then we have four other layers. The last body is bliss. So why when we're all connected and we're all aligned, we're living in that bliss energy. And I've found I love that you said like being stuck like in this physical body because again um we are all light like we really are all beings like straight from source we are light energy that is what we are and so when we're on this in on this planet in these human suits like we can add our goal is to like create as much light as possible so when we're eating shit foods when we're um, destroying our bodies like with the bad habits and like the you know lifestyle choices that aren't great for our specific energy again everybody's different and different seasons things are changing so it's why it's like so important to be aware of like what's going on in your body what's going on in your heart to like realize like what do I need in this moment um, because like for me just going back to like feeling so heavy, like, and dense in this body. Like I know for me, when I eat it, and it's really like eating junky food, like I feel like I know I'm connected to the light and I know I'm light, but I actually feel like so trapped, like in this physical body. And I can't necessarily connect to like my energy bodies as, as connected Mm -hmm. as I could be if I was, you know, like just feeding my body, my physical body, the light, the light, like really the light and escaping the density. So, um, yeah. And it goes hand in hand with athletics and everything, just taking care of your actual physical body right here, right now. One is food. Absolutely. But like, and then it's like asking yourself what you need in that moment. It is that body check. It is like being okay with slowing down and asking your entire body, your heart, your mind, like what is going on? Because in Ayurveda, um, 
that pitta energy is what you need. It's that fire, but that's mm-hmm. the opposite. If you're going to run it out, you have no more fire. You're burnt out. And you were talking about the anxiety, like that's vata energy. If you're not grounded into that, really, I mean, the womb, you go all the way down into the womb. But if you're not grounded into your heart, if you're not grounded in that kapha energy, you're spacey. You're flying everywhere. You have that anxiety. Um, so yeah, just slowing down and being okay to slow down. Because I know in the beginning for me, I was not okay slowing down. No, and most people that start working with me, and I've experienced that too, there was a period of time where that didn't feel comfortable to me at all. And when I talk to women, that's the part in which they don't feel comfortable because it's not, it doesn't feel safe in their body. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing too, we're going to run a particular program, so to speak, a pattern, I always call it, we have patterns between the mind and the body that, you know, dictate our habits, which dictate our behaviors, all of that. And when you're running that particular pattern, it feels really unsafe in the body and the body's like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. It's not safe. So then you keep, you just perpetuate the cycle. Um, but the more that you practice, it's definitely a practice of really checking in, um, you know, what's going on in my head, what's going, just asking questions, being really curious, being the observer. Like one of the biggest things I think people get scared of before they start practicing of being an observer or asking these curious questions is because the way in which we run programs is usually in judgment, punishment, restriction, and control. So if I, if I look at that, it's going to be scary. It's not safe. So it's the, it's totally living at this survival level Mm. and yeah (laughs) ah no and you were it's hard to without in my experience um yes you can help yourself to a certain extent but really having others around you who are going through the same thing who are who have the same goals like really um shifts your experience. And that's why I think like women coming together in groups is so important. Um, Even if it's not just women's groups, just community, like being tapped into something outside of yourself. Because if you stay when you're in a, that's not safe, you tend to isolate. And then that, you know, perpetuates everything that we've been talking about too. A thousand percent. And I, again, love everything you're saying. I, that's something I'm like in the first part of my um, group work. That's why I created a group program because it, we can so learn from each other. Like we were put on this planet to learn from each other and not to be like, yo, stay in your corner. I'll stay in mine. Like we were meant here. It's all about energy, bringing our energies together. And y'all, can you imagine if like all of our energies we're like super light and not like dense. And we were all like on this like vibe together. We would all be giving each other chills like all day long, like talking. And, um, and that part of us that's like stuck 
and it's really stuck in the being comfortable and stuck in survival is because our subconscious is literally there to keep us there in that space. Like 95% of our thoughts each day are those thoughts that are trying to keep us safe and like in the same programs. And so hell yes, it can be scary to step outside of what we're trying to do. But like, how are we ever going to switch anything up if you are constantly running the same exact program day in and day out? And I know you are a big Dr. Joe Dispenza um, follower, like freak same, like he's amazing. And it's like in his, one of his books, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, he literally explains like, yo, if we are doing the same things every single day and it's like that density in like our physical bodies, like we are literally creating like new genes and like weaker proteins. And like, that's going to lead to the disease. That's going to lead to like the illness. That's going to lead to like even worse. Like probably, you know, if you're not taking care of it, literally burnout and probably death. Like at one point, like it's whatever we resist keeps on persisting. So so why I just was reading a quote literally too before we jumped on here. It's like what you're not changing, you're choosing. Like you are literally choosing to hurt yourself. And y'all, I'm going to be honest as hell. Like last night I was my house like ordered pizza and like in my mind I'm like I'm not gonna fucking eat this like all day. I'm like feeling like good, like better. And I've been in this like kind of weird space of like emotional eating and like really turning to that but also like in my mind, like knowing like, yo girl, you are choosing this, but it's, yeah. um, yeah, like I am choosing it. And so it's been this weird disconnect, but, and I think that's why I was talking so heavy on like feeling that density in my body. Like I literally feel it. And so it, it can be hard. And like, yo, I'm right here with you. I mean, after even my own journey, I'm still in this space of like, I have the choice. Do I eat the one piece of pizza? Um, okay. Do I eat the three pieces of pizza? No, because I feel like shit. Like, no, right? So we all have the choice. And again, what I like to do is kind of, and what I tell my girls to do is like try to put one new thing in your day, like at a time, even if it's like as simple as like making your bed. If you haven't been making your bed in the morning, switch it up like that. That's one thing. Like, and, um, and those check-ins when we were talking about the check-ins, I like to put reminders on my phone. So all day it's like, literally like I have to check in, like something is telling me like, you know, hello, um, how are you doing? Check in with yourself. We're not going to go crazy today. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, just staying stuck. Gross. <laughs> yeah, gross. There's like a few things that I thought of and hopefully I can remember them as I speak. So the choosing piece, um, and I think they actually connect together. So I was asked recently, how do you get somebody to do something? <laughs> you know that question? It was like a wife asking about her husband. <laughs> Um, how do I get him to be more active when he doesn't like it? And I was like, you don't. <laughs> right. And she looked at me like, and so what came up around choice? Because it is a choice. And when we're in an unconscious pattern, when we're not awake, so to speak, and none of this is good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just, right. and we go between these, even when we are more awake um, as you were sharing, but 
the, where was I going with that? When you're more awake, you, you see where you are making those choices. I don't think this is totally where I was going to go. Um, yeah, it was good. How do you get somebody to do something that they don't want to do? You don't because it is always their choice. When we're more asleep, we're just going to run those unconscious patterns. We all know what that's like. I remember what my life was like when I was running just a whole, everything was unconscious patterns. And we, that's where the victim piece comes in because we think everything's just happening to us. That's the thing. And so we don't think we have choice. And so that's where it can be troubling when you're looking at people you love and wanting them to do something, but it is ultimately their choice. And part of that choice is to wake up and you, we both explained this to how you've been doing things, be the observer. But then I wanted to drop in two of the listening to the body piece because I think, and one of my clients said this as well, she, when we're working from that mind space, if she gets a cue from her body, in the past she used to think, okay, mind, tell the body this is what we're going to do. And I think sometimes when we're making choices, that's how we view it. It's like the mind driving everything. Oh, yes. Yes. See, this is where I was going. <laughs> mm-hmm, because that just hit my heart because that's literally me in the fridge, like at the pizza box last night, like, okay, mine, this is what we're going to do. It's not like taking an even deeper check in, like, okay, heart, what's happening here? Yeah. And my heart would have said like, girlfriend, you're just trying to find, like, fill, you're trying to fill a space. Like you're trying to fill a space. That's all that was happening. I wasn't even mm-hmm. hungry. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then I want to kind of speak on the part that you said about um, kind of, I mean, really trying to force someone to do it. It's their choice because that was a big part of my relationship for a good chunk of, um, shoot, it was probably about a month. I was like, trying to force my partner like you like not necessarily like telling him it wasn't even like you should do this you should do this it was on the outside I was like oh what like are you okay like what's happening on the inside I was trying to force it like even mentally I was like he should be doing this he should be doing this and like trying to like play his game for him Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on my heart space and what It was that I needed to be doing to make myself happy because I was stuck in like this turmoil and like blaming him for it. But like, yo, it was like I was the only one creating it. And since I was so focused on what he wasn't doing, that's all that I fucking saw. It is all that I saw. I never saw the things that he was doing to like I help like whatever was going on. Like I was so focused on the negative that it so blocked myself off to anything positive. And one more piece on that, like we don't have 
the control to like live anyone else's life. Like it, we only have the control to live our lives and we're taking away from their journey. If we're trying to control what they're doing, like God has a plan. Universe has a plan. Source has a plan for me. And it is way different from what it is for you. And if I am trying to force my hand into your life and telling you and forcing you what to do, like I'm messing with a higher plan. That is not my place at all. And I feel like, because as a coach, that's like, oh, well, what? You're helping people. Like, yeah, but this isn't a place of like, fix this, fix this, fix this. This is a place of like, in the heart space, like you were saying, not the mind, in the heart, how, how, like, I'm seeing you as you are right now. Like, I've fucking been there. Like, let me just show you. If you're mm-hmm. open to it, if you're open to it, take it because it's all out of love. It's not out of a place of, you know, like, again, do this because you're going to get this. It's like, yo, this could, this might like fucking change your life. So, you know, it, it really is. Um, so yeah, that was a whole, I love, I love this conversation because you guys can't see us, but we're like talking face to face pretty much. And like every time it's kind of like, we're off of a tangent, but we're both like, yeah, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yes I a few things came up there and it's like this so as women we're shifting into more of our feminine power from an empowered place yet we're still playing with within relationship old paradigm stuff from them from us and we're in a place because we know what we know and we're, and I totally believe like I've had the same experience anytime I may have been, like you said, kind of trying to be like over here, look over here. Right. (laughs) It can come across to the masculine as like, you're telling me what to do. You're trying to control me, Mm. this, that, and the other and that's not the case and it's that opportunity for us to stand in our truth and power more like it's almost like because we're leading this feminine rise they're not Mm. and so how it shows up in relationship is really messy right now oh my god it's so messy and and I don't even know. It's just, it is. It's like part of like owning that truth and being okay with, because I think as women, like we want, we're caretakers. We want, we don't want you to fail. We don't want, not that men want us to fail, but we, so we're like, come on, come on, come on. Mm. And you can't, as you were saying, you can't control that in somebody else because it's their journey, it's their game, it's their everything. So however they choose to experience, it comes back to that choice, choose to experience it, then that's what will be. And I think that's super challenging as, as we ascend. Yeah. Oh, God, chills the entire time. And speaking on that point, it's um, 
because again, it's so present. And if you're not like aware of like any of the lingo or like aware that you are going, because everyone is on a collective level going through this ascension process, no matter where you are on your journey, like you're going to have a different awareness of it. But I think it's so beautiful that you said because it is like if if both people are unconscious of it of like what's happening it can feel like why the fuck are we fighting all the time why are we doing this why are we doing that when one person is like conscious or awake and then the other person in it again it can be like why 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 and it gives you that opportunity to stand in your truth so i'm trying to think of an example because again like tangent here and I'm trying to think like in my head what's going on. It's because we're talking like this is a three-way conversation source, me and Ashley. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> We like both keep looking up. <laughs> I love this. Um, but in the beginning, oh, this is what I was going to say. Um, so feminine energy and masculine energy. Yeah. Feminine energy, there in nowhere in that is the word control. There is no control word. So if we are like trying to stay in our feminine and we find ourselves, and again, going back to relationship with our partner, we're trying to control something, you're literally stepping outside of your like internal specific energy flow, what's supposed to be going on. And if the if the masculine especially is in a wounded masculine space and does not understand about this balance of, of a feminine and a masculine, that if we're coming from the space of love and really trying, because this was so prevalent for me when I was like first like coming into this terminology of like, oh, feminine, masculine, like everything, I would be like, okay. I'm just going to get into this conversation no matter if he gets upset or anything. Like, I'm just going to go out of love. Like, I know, like, it's coming out of love. And so, of course, like, as I'm rising into it and I say something and maybe there's a reaction there, I want to get so small and like, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm so sorry. And like, that would be me choosing to go back into the old programming of being a controlled feminine instead yes. of stepping into my power. And it's not in a place of, yo, fuck you. This is me. This is actually what's going on. It's in a place of, okay, take a deep breath. <sighs> this is actually, and you don't have to say this out loud, you guys. Like This can be total conversation in your head before you say anything. And you don't even have to say anything. Maybe that's where it is. Like that if you if it's like a reaction that's only because it's the wounded masculine scared of the feminine power kind of that's rising and so he wants you to react because that's what you're so both used to right and so if we can keep acting out of this place and stepping and choosing into this place of love and again not in like oh i'm better than you it's literally out of a place of like yo i fucking see you i feel you i hear you it's like that is when the healing like happens and that is when like yeah it might take like a day it might take a couple days like who knows but if you have that trust and if you have that faith again within your heart within that like within your soul like out of your head get out of your head and you know you're stepping into that truth that power like it's all love like it's it's either going to you're going to grow together or it's going to fall off together and neither is bad and everyone's on their own journey. So like a big thing for me was like 
being able to separate like my energy from his energy and like really being able to like understand like, yo, like just because you feel this way about this, like I don't have to feel that way about that. And it's probably because you went through something that kind of skewed your perspective. Like, you know, like let's, let's step into love with it. Let's see like what's here now. Um, so yeah, I just think that was really important because in the beginning when I was like stepping more into like my power and like my partner, like I fucking love him. Like, thank God. Like, again, I was telling Ashley before, like he should have, like I've, I do Kundalini Kriyas in the backyard, like waving my hands, like chat chanting and like, uh, he should be like calling the cops and like, no, he loves me very unconditionally. And like, just gratefully, like being able to like step in this place of like, it's all about communication and like being open and like just, really standing in that truth and in that power because a, a lot of it for me too was when I wasn't speaking up and I wasn't that would then turn me to like force the situation and then it only ever created like resistance and anxiety and stress in my body like yes. that's not fucking needed we don't need that <laughs> no no, it weighs heavy on the emotional body for sure and you feel that and you mm. see it. Um, and it's amazing how it, in any situation, it doesn't have to be a relationship. It can be with um, food. It can be with sport. It can be with work. When you are in that space, when your emotional body is just like riddled with the anxiety, with the nervousness and all that, you're going to see that in the mirror you're going to and you're going to see it reflected in your experience but as soon as it's released however it gets released um whether the situation changes whether you get more honest whatever it is mm. immediately your body your physical body will look different because it releases whatever it's holding on to Mm. I promise like I know I know there are people that would be like oh my gosh that's so true because I've experienced it and other people are be like but I thought you have to work hard to lose weight and I'm not just talking about it, it can be weight I have experienced that and it can be just how you actually feel in your body mm, yes that is the reason I lost 50 pounds this past year with like no literally no gym membership no intense workout no this no that like it is all energetic weight it was all emotional weight all of this shit that I was holding on to forever and holding on to it because I wasn't speaking my truth like literally like holding it in like it's emotional weight and this shit has been there like since my mom passed away like when I was six and like carrying it all the way through and like yeah I'm still sure I hold on to like some of these things but like yo I'm here I'm working through them and you can only release them when you work through them when you decide you're ready to come face to face with them get honest with yourself and like it doesn't have to be in this place of like oh I have to get through it I have to get to the other side no, yeah. we get to like do it with love and we get to like get to the other side in that flow, in that ease. It's like, I think a lot of this, um, this shift from like 
this like go, go, go masculine drive to this feminine is like so just like being able to rewrite our stories and like be okay with like being okay with rewriting our stories. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so beautiful. Um, what were you saying? It, I wanted to speak on something, but I forgot, of course. Well, I'm sure it'll come back up. Um, but yeah, just being okay with that switch and like being okay to tap into the space of like, yo, we don't have to kill ourselves to like get to the next place. Like it gets to be easy. It gets to be done with like that flow and that peace. Um, oh, I wanted to speak on the weight aspect too. Like that's a cough, that's kapha imbalance is like holding everything inside. So I, when anyone tells me, how'd you lose all the weight? How'd you lose all the weight? I was like, uh, mind, body, soul transformation. Like, I don't know what else to say because it wasn't like pounding the pavement day in and day out. And I'm a Pilates instructor. And a lot of people are like, oh my God, you must be doing Pilates every day. Like, uh, I actually still have a rib injury and I'm like, just teach and I go on walks every day. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but it is like when you get when you feel so fucking good in like your mind, your body, your soul, and like you are going to physically like reflect that. And how are you ever going to feel like freaking good mind, body, and soul if you're holding on to just like shit that you, that's not yours even, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. The thing that I thought of that goes back to maybe the first question you asked (laughs) about kind of the dance between the masculine and feminine is that the disempowered, because we need them both, as we've we've been saying the whole time, the disempowered is the idea of we need to work so hard to get it. Of course, you need to take action. Um, But as you were speaking, And as I've experienced, the empowered masculine is allowing ourselves to be led. So if we're in our feminine, and Caitlin speaks to this as well, when we're in our feminine and can connect into the body through the heart, through our womb, um, where we are in our truth, even before it's spoken, even before it's expressed to the world or somebody else in your world, starting there and then being led to the action from the masculine. So that's the Mm. more empowered route versus I've always done it this way. So it's going to have to be done this way. I don't really like it, but I know I have to do it, (laughs) Mm. which is a lot of the mentality that comes in around everything really career, which comes in around health fit and fitness. It's this like hard got to do it. Um, but really empowered masculine is allowing yourself to be led. And the one thing Caitlin speaks to, that doesn't mean being led by a a man Mm. (laughs) first being led by your own divine masculine through taking action. But then when I'm thinking about it in relationship, it's, also letting letting you both be in your strength versus trying to overtake because somebody's not and you know that's where it gets messy but that's kind of what we're dealing with with 
relationships right now as we kind of forge ahead mm-hmm. in this ascension. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. It's, and I love, again, we both know, <laughs> listen to Caitlin. So I've definitely heard that it's um, when she, when I like really understood that and like really started to embody it, like I actually saw like the two energies because I've been operating from the disempowered masculine from like for, for a really long time. I've just started to tap into this divine feminine and my divine feminine um, essence probably the past like six months. And it's, I've finally, like when she said that, like ask like how, like, um, right. Like ask like in your heart, like how to be led, like, how can it, how can you be led in this moment? And not like, because you have to or go, but like, I literally saw like both parts of my body, like, like mesh together almost. And like in the middle, like, like that helix of like the, of the DNA strand, it almost looks like. And I like literally started to have a conversation with both sides. And I've never heard like my masculine energy before in a place of like love and like support and like, yo, I got you. And again, it might sound out there, you guys, but start having like conversations with like these energies and like anything you want to bring into your life really. But like this divine masculine, this divine feminine energy, like start to speak to both of them, start to get familiar with both of them. Like that's how you can start to make the changes to get step into this place to really start to like understand what um, the shift that's going on because a lot of it um, for me, I didn't want to tap into my, or I was unconscious of not wanting to, or like not realizing I didn't want to tap into my divine masculine because I was so upset at God, which I was like, okay, God is man. God is this. Like, you know, I was so upset at God for taking my mom away from me at such a young age that like since six years old at like the masculine with again, unconscious, not knowing this y'all until like a week ago. Um, just so upset. Like, why God did you take like my mom away from me? Why did you do this? Like, no, like screw you, screw you, screw you. So like since then have been living in this place of like, don't listen to your heart. 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 Cause it's been like such a scariest place to be in. Um, but now that I've understood that, like, again, everything is energy. We have both of these energies, not just like outside of us, literally living within us. So like, let's start to get comfortable with them in there. Um, And so once I was able to tell the masculine energy within me how upset I was and like how like really like furious and like frustrated I was like it wasn't until then till I got super fucking honest and again it doesn't always have to be like all happy-go-lucky butterflies right like sometimes like we have to get honest with the shit and so once I was once I was able to be honest and step in move through it step past it I was able to release all of those negative feelings, which again goes back to the physical, like literally physically felt lighter to now where like these energies are in communication with each other and not one hating the other and one, 
trying to overpower the other and then literally me and my human body, my human mind being like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I so crazy? Why do I want to do this? But I'm doing this instead, you know? Um, So yeah, again, big tangent, but just (laughs) to start to like talk to these energies and to talk because maybe you feel hurt by one or maybe you feel not so so supported by one and like you're not that aware of it so um because I know that was what happened for me that brings up um yes there's wounding on both sides collectively for sure um and then in our own experience especially in relationship and when you're talking about speaking to the energies it brings up like I always pose the question who's the boss of your body because you were you were speaking to that fight that we're in um so that could be even a question of who's the boss right now Mm. um and what that also brought up was um now it's leaving it's like right here. All good. It brought up, so who's the boss? And uh, I don't know. Right this now. is what happens when you just get constant messages. Because it's literally, <laughs> I, beat, I don't beat myself up, but sometimes I'm like, wait, I literally knew what I was going to say. Say it. Now I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're saying we're talking about them as energies. And so everything is energy. Even our, like, as we're figuring out, like, is it this wound? Is it whatever? The thoughts that we're having, whether they're fear thoughts or love thoughts or whatever they are, those are an energy or consciousness that you are hooked into. Mm. So you do have the choice to say, okay, I'm running that program. I don't want to run that program because that's not helping me. It's not helping this situation. So how can I then, or what is my choice in this moment to change that? Mm. That's what I wanted to say. Or that's what was like floating in here. Yeah. Because it's all any thought that we're having or tapping into is an energy, it's a frequency. And so we do have the choice to change that frequency, just like we have the choice. I feel like I'm speaking Abraham Hicks right now to change the dial on the radio. Mm. She always talks about the radio station. So Mm. it's that same thing. We have that choice. Mm -hmm. And there are times where that choice is easy to make because maybe it's not something super heavy, but we just notice things are like coming in. And there are times where, yeah, we have to sift through it for a little bit um, to determine what's actually going on. Mm, yes, I was. That's what I was gonna speak on. And like when you're sifting through it, to not get like stuck on what the energy is, because yeah. when it's heavy, it's easy to to attach. And like I think you mentioned before, kind of like to 
play victim to all the energy and like, mm-hmm. oh, but why is this happening? Why is this? Why is this? And like to get so caught up. So again, it, it just, it all comes back to being aware of what feels good, literally what feels good for your mind, your body, your soul, but like in your heart, that's where it all lives. And to be able to act from that space and to like, to know what's going on. Because in the beginning for me, when I was like releasing all of these old programs and you guys, I mean, I'm still, we're always all going to be releasing old programs, right? (laughs) It's never a, it's never like, okay, I'm here. I'm done. It's like, it's all, it's like life's process, life's journey. Um, it gets better though. It, it gets, gets better, it gets easier, it gets shorter. Like the time span is shorter. A thousand percent. So in the beginning when you're like realizing, um, you know, oh, I don't really want to operate from this anymore. It, it, it might feel hard. Like I'll be honest with you. It might feel hard. It might feel like, um, like you're going against everything you've always done. And like, yeah, you fucking are because that's how change happens. And you can totally tell yourself it does not have to be hard. This gets to be easy. This gets to be in flow. This gets to be totally aligned with everything I want to do. Um, and like all the good feels, all the good vibes. So yeah, so beautiful. The thing that I also think will help is, and it kind of brings in that inner athlete piece, the ascended athlete piece, um, which is just interesting to me now because I came up with that back in like really came out into the world with it in 2016, but knew there was something to it like way back in 2013 Mm -hmm. due to my, my life experiences. And so I always knew it was this like higher self, this avatar, and more people are speaking as we talk about ascension to avatars. So it makes literally, me, it, yes, <laughs> it makes me feel more comfortable now. I'm like, uh, even though they're they've been in movies, but there was a part of me that was like so scared to speak like that, right? Um, but more people are talking about it now, and so what I think is helpful within this container that we've been speaking is that a way to make it easy for people is to and to create that non-attachment is there are different parts of self and in as people will say multi-dimensional you're multi-dimensional um but to create the non-attachment you have your human self and you have the part of you that's telling you this other thing or is guiding you towards this other thing and you spoke to it as change and going against, you know, what we've always known. So to kind of create a persona around that part Mm. allows you to take steps towards it versus being so scared of it. Mm. I love that. You're yeah. That's like the 10th time I've heard avatar this week. So we're definitely in the same (laughs) wavelength. Um, yes, I love that. It's, um, yeah, just creating, create, it kind of goes back to, I mean, what's coming through for me is like, everything happens for a reason. Everything's happening for a reason. So there's nothing to be scared of, even when it seems like that it is a scary thing, you know, and it is like something super new. It's like, you're being guided to that place. We're being guided. Um, So yeah, I love that. 
Um, okay. I feel like we could talk for a thousand more hours and I'm sure that like, we'll have like maybe other podcasts because I already know, like I'm going to get people like, yo, what is this conversation? I don't know. So, um, I'm sure we'll, uh, maybe have a couple more conversations, but I, uh, let's, uh, start to wrap this up. I'm yeah. cause, uh, also my computer's at 33%. So I'm <laughs> like, okay, signs from universe. Um, but I want to ask you, what is your favorite way to fill up your cup? Mm, so many ways. One that I'm craving right now is the beach and the ocean. Uh, more of an everyday thing is being in nature, being out at the park, connecting to the earth and sky. Like that really does it. That really does it. I love that. Thank you for saying um, the ocean because I, I mean, I live here in Southern California and I, I did go on Monday, but I have been so just like, oh, I want to go to the beach. I want to go to the beach and just like not doing it. And like, why? So I um, just put a little more gratitude in my heart for being, for being able to live here. Um, but one day you're going to have to come here and like, we'll have to go do all of the things. I know. It'll be fun. I'm feeling it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. I want to dance on the beach with the silent... Silent disco? disco. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so we'll go to Venice. We'll do it. I know exactly where they do it. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Awesome. So where can all of these good people find you, Ashley? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at the.inner.athlete. So it's the inner athlete. Um, I am on... Facebook as the same and under my name, Ashley DePaulis. And of course I have a website, theinnerathlete.co. Perfect. And I will link all of those in the show notes. So you guys can go easy. I always say stock, go easily stock Ashley, find all of her goodness. Um, Just thank you so much. This was such an amazing conversation chills the entire time we were talking and my heart just feels so open and just so, expanded and your energy is just so magnetic so thank you thank you thank you so much thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the fill your cup podcast i am so grateful and so appreciative for all your love for all your support if you resonated with anything in this episode if you feel all of the good vibes if you feel feel like your cup is filled back up please share, take a screenshot of the episode, post it on your Instagram stories, tag me at moving and grooving. Let me know what you think. Leave a rating, leave a review. That is going to help get the show into as many ears as possible, as many ears that need this show. So I appreciate it. Have a great day. Keep spreading your love, keep spreading your light, and keep filling up that cup.